So I got a question for you. Shoot. Off the top of your head, <laughs> what is the most awkward office inter- interaction you've had this year? Ooh. In real life, because I, I got like one queued up that's what I was gonna say. yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it happened that freshly? <laughs> oh, 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 no, I do know the answer to this, actually. Yeah? I'll tell the story, and then you can tell me if it's if I need to cut it, okay? okay. I don't think I need to, but... um. So, uh, I normally work from home. It's where my like double monitor setup is for work. Um, but uh, our company has like 40, uh, 45 offices in Michigan, a lot about 40 offices maybe in Michigan. So what's cool is I can pop into any of them whenever I want. One of them is like five minutes down the street. So I'll go work from there sometimes. Um, and they have, of course, some, uh, they, we call them ASCs, agent service coordinators, but they sit at the front desk. They help put in the agents, put all their paperwork in, but they also greet people, uh, pick up the phone if anyone calls, you know, stuff like that as well. So um, I had to drop something. I, I grabbed something from that office, a poster that needed to be refreshed, uh, you know, just old art that needed to be redone, brought it to the print shop. They redid it. Uh, that was like on a Monday. And I had to bring it back on a Friday. And I walk into the office that Friday morning. I had command strips on the back and I was just going to go hang it back up on the wall. So I walk in Friday morning and there is uh, no one at the front desk. There's someone down the hallway, like at the end of the building, but there's not. Yeah. That's weird. All right. Like Becky's not here. Um, so then I go into the conference room to try to put the poster back up. And first of all, I didn't realize at the time, but it was like negative on negative. So the poster was not hanging up. So I was just kind of doing this weird motion. And then I look, I so I'm like, <laughs> yeah. so I try to look out the, look out the door to like figure it out. And I walk out the door and it comes and the person who was at the end of the hallway comes down and it was one of the realtors. And then my ex-wife who also works at the company. Oh, okay. And yeah. apparently covers that office on Fridays, <laughs> which I didn't know that. And she didn't know I'd be stopping by. So we're both like, oh, 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 hello. Hi. And <laughs> and there's this realtor just stuck in the middle of it all uh-huh. <laughs> because because I have a pretty public persona at the company because I do a lot of trainings and videos and, you know, uh, 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 speak speeches and stuff. And she knows this agent. And so it was just so not only was it awkward because of neither of us knew we were going to be there. I was also trying to hang a negative on negative uh-huh. poster on a wall. So it just felt like an idiot going, Oh, uh, Hey, yeah. Okay. Um, and zip, you know, putting it up there and right. did not go well. So then I felt, and like, I'm not the one to make things awkward. Most of the time I, you know, I, I would say it was kind of coming more from like her side of things, but it was very much like your mission. Should you choose to accept it is get out of this building now. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, cool. Well, good. Get this you guys. I'm out GTFO. Of I, what I said was, I'm like, <laughs> I'm just going to put this down. I'll come back later. And just <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that oh, was, man. that was mine. What about yeah, you? That's what, rough. <laughs> what do you got? It's, it, it, it's double rough because thinking about now that she's been a guest on the show. <laughs> <laughs> right. Long time. Yeah. Ago. I forgot about that. Yeah, same until I was saying it. So anyway, go ahead. <laughs> what's yours? What, what happened yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday. Not, not that long of a story. Just very awkward. Your ex-wife. No, <laughs> my ex-wife. <laughs> no, I'm going into the kitchen to heat up stuff for lunch. And there's a bunch of people in there, so it's kind of a line for the microwave. So I'm just kind of chilling, mm-hmm. and a couple side conversations going. So I'm just kind of waiting because I'm not forcing myself into one of those right, yet. Right. But another guy in the kitchen walks up to me, and he's also just chilling, and he he kind of walks past me. I think he's gonna leave, and he goes, "So what's Santa bringing you this year?" <laughs> this is this is like a a fifty year old right guy. And I, really throws me off so i'm like what <laughs> and, you know 
him not th- thinking that I didn't understand, him thinking that I didn't hear him. He goes, what's Santa bringing you this year? <laughs> just just repeats himself. And I still cannot get my bearings. So I'm like, I, what do you mean? <laughs> He's like, what'd you ask for for Christmas? I'm like, oh, okay. I don't some, some tools. I, <laughs> which really excites him. So if she goes off is like oh what tools so i like talked to him for a couple minutes and i'm like so what about you and he goes oh nothing it's like i didn't ask for any (laughs) that that whole thing sounds so tim robinson-esque it sounds so i think you should leave what is santa bringing you this year (laughs) (laughs) nothing for me (laughs) yeah no i don't do presents i i feel like i i I would argue that that's like 85% 85% his fault and then like oh, yeah. maybe 15% yours. Oh yeah. Being like let's just answer the question like it's a weird right. question but roll with it and it's done. Right. And I like it threw me off so much that <laughs> oh, I just like yeah, yeah oh, I, I don't like, blame you. What is happening? <laughs> it couldn't answer. <laughs> it does <laughs> which only fed into everything. The um the being in the I don't know why cuz I guess mine was in the office too but yours did remind me of another story with my ex uh but we were together at the time so we, this is when we were married and we work at the same company right now mm-hmm. um and uh when we did now did then and do now it was separated and you know it's it's fine obviously but um she runs a lot of training programs at a company for new realtors and new agents and i have a training course in that new agent training like okay, okay now jd is going to do this part of it this week and next week and then but that's like one part of like, you know, 15 different parts over two weeks. It's one step of the program. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Acceptance. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, so she would uh, basically facilitate. So she'd start the program, have an agent come in or have a speaker come in and then she'd go, okay, so between this and the next uh, speaker is going to be so-and-so, you know, like she'd come up and so-, so she was present the entire time during the whole program. Yeah. And um, one day uh, between sessions or after one of the sessions, one of the realtors came up to her and asked her out and was like, just ch- like kind of chatting her up and then asked her out on a date. And she was like, Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm married. I know. And he was like, Oh, okay. And it was kind of, you know, yeah. awkward, you know, as it would be in that situation. Sure. The next, the next day I had to teach my session. <laughs> so she, he asked a girl out with the last name Waldvogel. She said, no, I'm married. The next day, the, the dude the with the name Waldvogel <laughs> comes up and teaches the course. He did not look at me that entire time. <laughs> and it was one of those things where I was like, oh, man. I, I like, I didn't play any games. Like I wasn't weird about yeah. it or like, I didn't like make it worse, but it was very funny to me to know the whole situation and sure. like, be like super w- w- fun. Like, yeah. Like, oh, what's you up, didn't walk like, up with your chest puffed up, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because my, because I had a big gut. So <laughs> there was not like a, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it was very funny to know that that's what had happened the day before. And then walking like, what's up guys. I'm the cool guy. <laughs> and the next slide is my name. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a picture of us. This is. <laughs> well, anyway, welcome to the uh, final episode of this season for real. Yeah. Uh, Radical face are us. I'm JD, and I'm Nick. And uh, tonight, today, tonight, today, tonight, today morning is the. Um, 
is the best ofs essentially. Uh, no, not your voted on best ofs because nope. that's not. Why a thing. would we? <laughs> First of all, you wouldn't. Second of all, there are none. Um, but basically, we it, it's the end of the year. You know what? No, if any <laughs> of you are willing to give us your top 10 rankings, send them on in. We will cut them together into a yeah. best of compilation. Nay, do it over the whole series. Well, I will go back into Hell every yeah. episode we've had and make yeah. the best of, of the RS averse. It'll be like the first three seasons. It'll be like, you know, the trilogy and then the next one and stuff. It'll the be trilogy. Great. The trilogy. Sorry. Um, But this one, normally we'll do once a year, we'll do like our favorites um, albums and stuff of the year that came out. And then we'll also do, of course, at the end of a season, um, favorite songs and uh, uh, you know, ranking of songs and ranking of albums both happen to align in December this year. So uh, yep. well, the one is always in December, but this is kind of a double best of. So we're doing our favorite songs and albums, only top five um, of 2023, that songs that came out and albums that came out. And then uh, we're going to go into our radical face album rankings and song rankings, um, which I'm a little annoyed by <laughs> because last week uh, or last episode, we made a whole big deal about me holding onto the trophy and being <laughs> the winner. And then Nick texted me to remind me that last season we played a game uh-huh. where the, if Nick was giving his top 10 songs, I could try to guess as many as I wanted to. And if I got them right, I got a point, but if I got one wrong, a double jeopardy, round. I'd lose a point, but and vice versa. And I was like, I don't want to play that game because I've won. Because we've already done the whole ring. <laughs> yeah. We've already said it's over. And now we're so opening it back up. <laughs> now it's back. So now I have a chance to lose the trophy once again. But we'll see what happens. So, but more um, importantly, I have a chance to win it. Well, it depends on you know your definition of importantly. Like for me, it's not, that's not as important. <laughs> um, but we figured we'd start with um, talking about some of our favorite things that uh, pieces of music, uh, both albums and songs that have come out um, in. Uh, the year 2023, the year of our Lord. And just talk about that. I, it's always fun between the two of us to see how much overlap there is because oh, there's, I I'd say it's going to be heavy this year. You think? Yeah, I, I do agree. I think normally I'd say there's maybe 20 to 40% overlap, but I feel like it's going to be more mm. this year. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, we'll see. So it's just kind of like, you know, it's a fun, just fun for us. Uh, and maybe you get some new recommendations. Who knows? Um, talking about uh, fun stuff that has uh, come out this year and songs that we like. And yeah, maybe you'll, like I said, find some stuff from there too. So, um, so yeah, what do you want to do? Do you want to do albums first or, or songs first? Um, and then we'll maybe have one person go first and the second person go both and, you know, inverse it. Yeah. Um, I like that. Let's do songs first. Okay. Because why and, not? Yeah. Why not? Do you want to Rochambeau it quick and, um, sure. All right. Just we'll just do one. So first, first one to win. Rochambeau shoot. So, Rochambeau shoot. Oh, that's a tie. Here we go again. Rochambeau shoot. All right, Nick won. Would you like to go first, or would you like to kick? <laughs> I would like to go first. I suppose. <laughs> All right. Let's share your top five songs of 2023. Now, the rule, the the only rule is that they were songs that came out this year, yes. albums that were released this year, not necessarily songs that we discovered, we discovered this, year. this year. Right. That's the only rule. So Nick's not going to be like the white album or anything like that. No, but that's the blue album's pretty solid. <laughs> I, think, um, I think we're thinking of different white albums. I'm thinking of the Beatles and you're thinking of Weezer. No, I knew you were thinking of the Beatles. Okay, got it. <laughs> I don't know if I'm explaining a bit. Got it. All right. Although I will say hot take, I do think the White Album is Weezer's best album. It's better than the White Album. 
white album weezer is better than white album Beatles. <laughs> no, no 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 i think i think the white album was a weezer's best album but um that that's just that me. is so, definitely a hot take yeah i don't know I, that i, I do stand by disagree that. with you i've thought but. about it a lot but all right so top five songs bottom to top of 2023 all right number five uh first do you want to guess on overlap i'm going to guess that there is three overlapping songs this year i i i think there are two but i think the third one will be from the same album okay Fair. That's how I feel. Um, all right. Number five, Eucalyptus by the National. Okay. I'm gonna say that there are three songs that match. <laughs> <laughs> uh this is one that when it talked when I came out, I think we talked about it and I was pretty soft on it. And just really grew on me. I think we talked about the comments about it. And how one person that I was like, yeah, reading said, yeah, I don't know if I'm sold on it, but I'm sure in a month I'll be belting it in my car. Yep. yep. And, you know, truth be told, that is exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You showed me some of the cuts where he sings it like a little harder than the, the live version. The, yeah. Yeah. And man, as soon as I found that, I was, I found myself just doing that every time yeah. I was in the car. Yep. Yep. Nice little catharsis yeah. moments after a long day at work. Uh, great. So yeah. good. Love it. Love it. Uh, number four, I've got Modern Girl by Bleachers. Mm-hmm. I am so excited for this album. <laughs> First new song off of their album that's not coming out till next year. Yep. That was released. So stay tuned Gosh, for next September, year's countdown. September. Yeah. yeah. Probably yeah. September. Um, it is, It is as the kids say, a bop for sure. Um, <laughs> it is so much fun. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, I I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, number three in a vastly different tone, Henry Street by the Tallest Man on Earth. Mm-hmm. Much different vibe, way more Very stripped different. back, uh, moody, sad song. But uh, yeah, the title track from their new album is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think when that came out, I talked to you about it. And I was like, this is for sure making yeah making my yeah, last night. That time that. I thought it'd be number one, but. Um, not drop two spots drop two spots i like that i've listened to the album a couple of times and i remember that one sticking out um the title track uh every time i've listened to it so i it, it makes it, it that this makes it warrant a, a re-listen that it's yeah. that high up for you so i'll have to make sure to go back and do that for sure um number two exhausting lover by ben folds I don't really know what to say about this song. It is one that at work people started posting their Spotify wrapped and I refrained because I didn't want to have to explain the song. Explain. Never mind that here nerd smack my ass in the back like yeah. my dad did when I was a bad kid. Exactly. Explain why that's important to you. Yeah, I did not right. want to have to explain that. Right. Uh, but it's just so much fun and it's sad to see Ben put out his last album i'm sure it won't be the last music from my understanding but yeah uh what a way to go out mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and then all the way at the top shit talk by Sue john stevens Ooh. um yeah talked about that a couple weeks ago in my secret yeah. or cellar door secrets mm-hmm. um and yeah it's just stayed with me since october and just it's non-stop beautiful. listening yeah. it's so good it's great it's interesting i will say 
that that track in particular on Javelin has been getting has been has it feels to me like has been like the standout song that everyone kind of goes to is yeah. like the best and I I haven't I haven't felt the same about that where like I love the album it's yeah. it's amazing but it feels the most like other music out there like the the whole outro to me is beautiful right where it really builds and yeah. builds but like the chorus ish part just feels like a very normal indie folk chorus i guess or okay. interlude i don't know if, i don't know if chorus is the right word that i'm thinking of and like don't get me wrong it's a beautiful song i love it like i'm not i am not by any means putting it down i just think that there are other songs on the album that like far supersede that stood out that to you to more me. yeah yeah but again that's it's like it's one of those things where i'm just like there's nothing it's a beautiful song like it's a solid like eight out of ten to me but i just feel like there are there are, there's like a nine and ten on that album yeah so, I'm just, so it's it, it was interesting to me surprising to me to see this one be the one that is singled out but i also think part of it is that that second half of that track really makes it sore like yeah. that is a huge huge um yeah for sure i think that's where it uh, that exactly sums it up i don't want to fight no more yeah that like where as soon as it starts to hold me closer hold me Mm -hmm. tightly lest i fall yeah that back and forth forever like that's where i'm like all right this is it yep yep (laughs) (laughs) this is it well i will say that you were you were spot on with the 60 percent um i thought it was going to be i thought there was a chance you would have a different track from um national uh, first two yeah first two pages um but no uh but what what is interesting though is that all three of them are in different places on the list because you had you remember you had eucalyptus and then you had yep and then it was modern girl yep and then tallest man yep um ben and then sufjan right yeah cool so all right so my top five songs of the year um starting number five i have middle of the morning by um uh jason isbel I don't oh, know if you've nice. listened to that album or that song at all. I have not. Um, beautiful. Do I mean, this one for, uh, okay, well then we'll we'll keep talking. Um, but this song in particular has some of has, has maybe my like favorite vocal performance of him in a while, and wow. um, it's just I mean it's I was like doing that thing where I was trying to figure out which like there was between this song and a couple others of course for five six and seven, and I put it on and then the vocals kicked and I was like yeah no I'm not arguing with this it's going right in there so nice um, beautiful melody great vocal performance and uh, again lyrics are just stellar writing about you know, the, the, goal, uh, the subject matter and stuff um number four exhausting lover again i think you know the thing about ben is that i love his um i don't know why i put exhausted exhausting lover <laughs> um i love his uh serious <laughs> stuff <laughs> <laughs> you know obviously i love his his serious stuff and, and his deep stuff and I also love whenever he does these sorts of things, like these silly, ridiculous little um, songs about w- whatever you want to call this to be about a weird little dream affair or uh, yeah. whatever. Um, but I also think it's it's that thing of it's so damn catchy that you cannot get it out of your head. And it is like the perfect yeah. summer feeling song to me. Like this song just screams summer. So, um, yeah, Exhausting Lover is amazing. not agree more. Yeah. Yeah, different different music, and you, that <laughs> track wouldn't stand out at all. But it right, just... <laughs> yep, yep, it's great. It's it clicks. Great. Um, number three, I have uh, "Fervent for the Hunger" by Adim, the artist. 
Um, this is a tricky one because the song technically came out last year, but they released a version of it this year that's full band. On the original album, it's like just, just sneak it in there. So they, they re-released it this year, uh, excuse me, as a as a single with the full band. So that totally counts in my book. And um, I don't know. It's it's just like the it's probably it's my favorite song of theirs and the full band just adds something like the you know every acoustic version is beautiful but there's something here that adds a really cool energy to it and their vocals you just feel the um not the angst but like the the the, uh the need and like the desire about what they're singing about and stuff and um i think this is a song that really defines them to me and is really cool so um adeem's uh from the hunger number two we've got eucalyptus um, I mean, you kind of hit all the all the spots, you know. Uh, I think the only difference I would add, um, this sounds it sounds like that SNL character who just ones up everybody. Do you remember that? You ever yeah. see Kristen Wiig? Oh yeah, you, yeah. It's like I, I have been through this exact situation where you are literally dividing the things up. Um, not so much the whole like wanting to try to fix things part of it, but the yeah. whole like, okay, well, who's going to take this? Who's going to take this? And things seem so small but are like every item has a story but then i think what matt adds to it is this level of like you know even in the first verse the what if we move back to new york you know like these little things where it's like oh here are the things we're running up what if we tried this to try to fix it yeah and then you know and then just like you said the live versions um i saw, saw them live and i saw them live in may you saw them live in august maybe i think uh, yeah. something like that yeah um and those live takes just add a whole new um level to it and uh, so I'm in the, I was in the Nationals fan club for a year, uh, the Cherry Tree yeah. club. And the, um, every, every year part of that is you get like a records, uh, you know, j- just for the members. Like that's part of the perks. Right. And this one. Exclusive. It's a little exclusive. And this year it was um, a show from Bearsville, like this place that they rec- did a little, it's on YouTube, the live performance, but they basically, oh. they, they went through most of the new album and then a bunch yeah. of classics. And so they, it's like, I have a version of Eucalyptus on vinyl now of that version. That's it's awesome. Just, it's, you know, so it's cool to hear those vocals Yeah. Uh, to have, you know, have those. So, and then number one, yeah, I've got Modern Girl um, by Bleachers. Um, like you said, it is a bop. It is, it, I also have this thing where it is the boys' favorite song they've ever heard in the world to the point where they, um, and it's one of those things where like, I've just introduced them to so many songs over the past, you know, few months. And yeah. this one, for whatever reason, was like the one. Like it just stuck out and and showed them the music video, which is basically I mean, just all a live performance. I know, right? And um, hell yeah, like they they um they've watched the music video enough where the, whenever we put it on, which is you know probably once a day or once every other day, they like know each part of it, and so like know which each shot is, and so he'll like do the national, do the foot movements, and then. You know, after the first chorus, Jack falls on the floor and plays guitar on the floor, and Nash will do that, and then they'll just they mimic it like crazy, and they know all the almost all the words. I always um, cover up the swear words, so like it'll do and shaking their butt tonight or drag that stuff all over town. But the other morning, I I was laying in bed and heard them playing outside in the hallway. You know, not outside yeah. outside that'd be hilarious. Like no, we're just going outside about <laughs> in the hallway, and um, they wanted they always want to know the names of every band member. And so the two guys that play sax are Zem and Evan, but they say they call him. His, he's called Evan Smith. Like that's what they call him the song. Evan yeah. Smith. So I hear Nash go, "You be Evan Smith, and I'll be Zem," and like they're pretending to play as the <laughs> characters of the band. So like, now I've heard it a billion times, but it's just such a good pop that like it's. Yeah. I've heard it probably more than any song I've heard in the past 
three or four years, not an exaggeration, but it has not lost its, its magic. So, um, yeah, it's a blast. That's awesome. It's a blast. Yeah. I so, almost mentioned that and then I knew you'd talk about yeah, it. So right, right. That. But the other day when I was over and you threw that on for them, I was mm-hmm. just blown away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's wild. It's like, just so much fun. Like they'll each pick a, like, it's like a video game. They'll pick the character they want to be in like, um, uh harry will sometimes be riddles who's the uh keyboard player in that song and he'll do the keyboard movements that he does in the song like he doesn't play keys like this with his you know fingers he yeah. kind of mashes them with the three of his fingers in the song because he's playing a specific like beat with it yeah and so harry will like put his keyboard up on something of that level and do the same like it's so mirrored and it's like you got like i'm like you can't not see bleachers live now like yeah <laughs> they come around i have to take you to see bleachers now so um, it's fun. So that would be fun. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, lots of crossover there. 60% crossover. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. I think that's more than normal. Um, uh, yeah, I think that might be the highest ever. Yeah. I think albums will be different. I think I agree. I think there will be 40% crossover in albums. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'll do mine and then you'll do yours. I think is we'll, you know, do that that way. So um, top yeah. five albums for me. Number five, I have um, The Price of Progress by The Hold Steady. So this was, I kind of always say that like every year there's some, like some new band I get into. And um, this year for me was The Hold Steady. Absolutely adore these guys. They are like the definition of, I think I've talked about them on, on the show already, like definition of the kind of music that like I so. should like. I think it was like a, a Solidor Secret earlier this year. Yeah. Um, so got a lot, got into a lot of their old stuff, but this new album is really, really good. Um, and it's easy when it's like the first one you're exposed to is a full album. But some some songs that sound like classic old study and then some like really unique stuff. So um, love it. Really, really good and cool introduction to the band for me. Um, number four. Therapy episode. Oh, so yeah, fairly recently then. It, well, <laughs> not time wise, <laughs> but like episode wise. Yeah. Um, number four, I have Javelin by Sufjan nice again beautiful I mean I know that that will my guess is that that's one or two for you um but love that album I mean one of his most heart I mean you you know all of the things it's one of his most heartbreaking albums beautiful songs I still think um for me um well, uh, I'm trying to I never can figure out which one I like the most but I still think will anybody ever love me is one of my favorite ones like that might be my number one favorite but I also think Goodbye Evergreen oh. is just like a killer opening track to that album. It's the perfect opener. Yeah, yeah. So that album is just stunning. It's just, you know, some of his best work. So um really agreed. <clears throat> number three, you knew they had to come in somewhere. Jenny from Thebes by the Mountain Goats. Um, it's always weird because like I never want to put them at number one because it just feels like a cop out. And I also feel like I feel like every addition to their discography is just like a nice, a nice new blanket, you know, like, yeah, it's just like, I still love this. And I just love this. And then like, normally my number ones or twos are like standouts that are like, this is shockingly good. Or this surprised me that it became number one. Like that's how I feel for my number one this year. It surprised me that it came in at number one, but like you could call mountain ghost my number one every year if you really wanted to. But Jenny from Thebes is beautiful. It is a rock opera. It is about a character from an album 20 years ago that he fully fleshed out and it just has an energy to a mountain goats album all the way throughout that i haven't really felt in years like it reminds me a lot of uh transcendental youth 
which was the album that got me into wow. the Mountain Goats about 10 years ago, 11 years ago. Like it had, yeah. I think that's the closest musical comparison I can feel in a lot of ways, but. That's the No Children album? No, that's um, Tallahassee. That's from like 20 years ago almost. But Transcendental Youth is like Spent Gladiator and yes. Cry for Judas okay. and stuff like that. Um, a lot of horns and stuff. And like this whole rock opera thing just really works. I was not, I was kind of nervous about it, but it just works. So it's interesting. I actually, I, I would, someone asked on the subreddit, like, how do we feel about it? You know, a month or two later. And I said, you know, I'm a Radical Face fan and I called myself a fan. And I oh, said, yeah. you know, one of my my biggest criticisms of Radical Face is that it sometimes feels like the parts are more important than the whole and they can't, or sorry, the whole is more important than the parts. Yeah. That, like, right. And that it's hard sometimes to enjoy the pieces by themselves. And so I said, when, when I, when I heard that this is what John was doing, I kind of had that worry that like these songs won't be enjoyable on their own, that you have to listen to the album as a whole. Right. And in retrospect, there's, there's maybe one song that I think they all work by themselves, but there's one song that like lyrically just feels like it's about the story that like when you read okay. the lyrics and listen to the song, I'm like, this just feels like it's purely a narrative piece, but, but it's a good song. It's just like, it's just, you're adding to the story. The other 11 songs or whatever all feel like they have their own emotional heart and add to the story. And that's huge for me when it comes to that sort of concept album. yeah so um, i still have to listen to it again mm -hmm. with that or try and listen to it all the way through mm -hmm. and give it that see if i can see any of the through lines fresh it, tattoo when that came yeah. out really took fresh like a great added yeah. that to all the playlists but i haven't gone through the whole album it's very many, so it's it very like loose for the most part like it's not super like hi, this is Jenny. And what happens here is this, but it's like, you know, there's yeah. a through line, but it's um, very loosely put together, but it's beautiful. It's great. So um, number two is kind of a cop out, but okay. I put the um, spaced out double album release of the national, both first, first two pages of Frankenstein and laugh track. Um, if I had to pick one, I don't want to, if I had to pick one, I think, I think I would put Laugh Track um, as the number one I okay. out of the two. I think the first two pages, the first three or four songs is one of the best sequence of songs by The National they've ever released. Um, like from uh, Once Upon a Poolside to Eucalyptus to New Order T-Shirt. Um, that Those three in particular is just a bank, like, like, 10 from 10 to 10 to 10. Um, yep. I think there's some songs at the end of the album where it falls apart a little bit. Um, the Alcott with, with Taylor is fine. It's not bad. Yeah. It's just fine. And then send for me has never clicked the way that I wanted. Whatever. It yeah. <laughs> I want, do you not like the send for me? No, it's the send for me, whatever, whatever. Oh, so it? whatever. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that went over my head. Um, uh, so that, you know, that oh, one. Oh, whenever. That's probably when, why. When, that, that might be <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so like, I want to like that one more than I do. Um, mm -hmm. so there's a couple that kind of fall apart, but I think that one is far more cohesive than Laugh Track. Whereas when I look at Laugh Track, there are so many standout songs as individuals where it might not flow as cohesive it might not feel as much of a piece but the songs are so damn good like there's i think when i look at um when i look at uh laugh track there's maybe one song that i go iffy on and like even that um it's just part i think it's um 
Yeah, I don't love the beginning of uh, Code on a Hook. I just don't love the yeah, beginning couple of lyrics. Sure. Like, don't leave me here at this party or whatever. I'm like, Matt, you can sing about other things, bro. <laughs> like, Or like, if you're going to, don't just say yeah. it. Like, like, it'd be like John saying, or if Mountain goes, be like, there's this divorced couple and they're pretty sad. <laughs> like, like just don't come out and say it, you know, but I think, but yeah. then like, but Tor, but Kona Hook gets so good by the end of it. So right. um, I, I don't think there's a single song on that album. That's a dud. Like every song is very different, but is a fucking killer. So I think I I'd think have that's to put a, laugh very, track a, a bit higher. I completely agree. I, um, I won't tell you where. Sure. But that appears in mine. Yeah. And I picked and I picked laugh track over and my thought was, I think first two pages of Frankenstein hits higher heights, but yes, laugh track exactly. is better throughout. I agree. I think that's, I think that's a great way to put it. And yeah, if I probably should have just gone double cause that feels like a, <laughs> I didn't yeah, want I mean, to pick it's a both of yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, and that's like my whole thing is that whenever yeah. I do lists like this, my rule is like one song from a band. Yeah, this felt like a bit different because they had two different albums come out. Um, but I still think it Eucalyptus had two full. Yeah, right. Yeah. To um, I still, still think like yeah. Eucalyptus, like you said, it has a higher high for me. But like when I look when I look at the track list here, I'm like, Alphabet City is a fucking crazy good opener, and then oh, yeah. um, Deep End is amazing. And then you've got weird goodbyes, which we've known for a while. Laugh track with Phoebe is like one of my favorite, like one of my favorite so tracks. Go, yep. Space Invader and Smoke Detector, which are like the longer tracks. Both of those are fucking wild. Um, and then I love um the 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 well, I guess we'll say the last three, but Tour Manager and then Crumble, which is with um Crumble's really fun. They're like little country song with Roseanne Cash. Yeah. It's really cool. Um and then Hornets. Hornets is another Hornets. One. That's I exactly what I was Hornets. waiting for. Yeah. yeah. Like that little, it's got such a fun little melody. So, um, yeah. So I kind of copped out and said both of them. I do think Laugh Track, I think you nailed it as a better album. It's more consistent quality wise. Um, but I think that first two pages has higher highs and tonally is more consistent throughout. But that doesn't mean the song yeah. is say better. No, agreed. Anyway. Um, and then, yeah, my number one, this was one of those where I like, you know, I kind of like went through my yeah. top songs of, of 2023 and, um, uh, kind of like put the list together and it's like kind of you know throw them all on there and then start sorting them out and was very surprised to see what came up for me as number one like you know you know can you your gut surprise you any guesses from you or no because i the only thing left that i would have thought might overlap is what matters most but i don't think that's gonna break that one came down no that came that was further down than i thought I've got Weather Veins by Jason Isbell, his his new album of the year. Wow. Um, that surprised his new album from this year. It surprised me but when I when I look at it, I go, I think this is some of his strongest songwriting he's ever had. And it has everything that I love about Isbell. It has his quiet, stripped down acoustic, beautiful songs, you know, akin to cover me up, not that specifically, but like yeah. just him and the guitar. It's got his rockers. It has some of his, to me, some of his best rockers he's ever had. His great mid-tempo. I mean, it's just got everything you want from his rule. And I think, you know, we talk about um, BNL and uh, Radical Face, even on the last episode, we're like, they had new stuff. We go, oh, like, oh, this stuff's good, but you've done it better elsewhere. 
Um, yeah. This to me kind of feels like the opposite, where it's like, oh, you've done it elsewhere, but not as good as you've done. And it here's here. a step further. Like, this is like, yeah, exactly. And so, um, and I don't know if you listened to this one or the last one, but the last one started with a song called "What Have I Done to Help," which is like this long six-ish minute song. And it's just like, why are you opening? It's not bad, but it's like one that just kind of goes and goes and goes. Like, why did you yeah. open with this one? And then the opening track on this one is called Death Wish. And it has like the sort of the same thing where it's like, it's kind of a chorus, but the whole melody, the whole structure of the song is exactly the same almost the whole way through. It just kind of builds, but it never explodes. It just kind of goes. And I never really cared for it. I'm like, it's good, but whatever. And then we saw it live. And it just had a whole new thing. Like on the whole thing. Was like, yeah. Holy shit. So, oh, I love it when that happens. Yeah. I don't think there's a single song on this album that is, uh, that you go, it's fine. It's fine. Like every, it's just, it's solid all the way through. And it very much surprised me, but I think Weather Veins is um, That's very his cool. best album in years. Um, I haven't really listened solid. to it at all. I uh, will yeah. definitely have to do that. Um, King of Oklahoma. It's the second song on the album. For some reason, that one just sticks out to me as my favorite. Okay. But again, I think the first five songs. I mean, I was just like, shit, hold on, but the first five songs. Not middle of the morning. No, well, fair enough. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, it was actually between those two four. It was between King of Oklahoma and uh, Middle of the Morning. But I think the vocals on Middle of the Morning is what put it over the top. Yeah. But I think the first five in a row is one of those. Is a again that five five song series where you cannot go wrong with them. Yeah. So um, absolutely. No, I feel yeah. I mean, I was prepping all the top tens today finalized in those spots and mm-hmm. had a couple where i was like i put this one yeah exactly this one and yeah when we did the episode and i have some thoughts on that when we get there but oh for, yeah uh, oh yeah i did that too even with my top 10 list like you said um but yeah again like you said what matters most was um was up there um wilco's new album was kind of up there mountain goats was not um obviously low phase my brother's band was up there so a pretty decent year for music i don't think there was as many new albums that i was super into glenn hansard's new album was great um but oh i haven't listened to that yet it's good it's got it's got some rockers on it it's interesting it's in like dark rockers but you know love glenn love glenn so good year yeah good i year. agree it hasn't been quite as i don't know a lot of high highs but it doesn't feel like it's as much you're right as a right. couple of the last but i also year. felt like yeah i felt like last year was huge I feel like if I remember, like there's a lot of good music last year. A lot of my favorite yeah. bands had new stuff coming out. So, you know, beggars can't be choosers. But no, I mean the music that we had this year was fantastic. So I have no complaints. So yeah. Um, and then next year's of course going to be great too. We have new Coldplay. We'll have new Bleachers. Oh, yeah. Um, that in and of itself, and like you just two for two there. Hopefully right. new Weezer. Um, I don't know if that's the same level necessarily, but um, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, anyway, oh, the other one, Noel, Gall- Noel Gallagher's new album was the other one that was like number six. Or oh seven. yeah. It was, um, it's, it was again for me, easily his best album, his best music in years, um, probably a solid seven or eight years since um, no, probably nine years now since um, chasing yesterday. Yeah. I think it was my favorite album since chasing yesterday. So almost 10 years of best music. And it's really, really good. So anyway, let me shut up. Please take it away. All right, my top five albums. Uh, number five uh, is a record that came out early in the year. Very hyped up. And I liked it at the time. Didn't listen to it again for a while. And then I, I was kind of struggling for this fifth spot and was listening to a couple and had a couple that was like, oh, this is an artist I discovered this year. I really liked it. Like I almost threw Islands in there. Mm, with uh mm-hmm. yeah 
Uh, I don't know if you've listened to that at all. Definitely the best. Yeah, heard of, but not listened. uh, Album title of the year, Um, if I can find it quick, is, and that's why dolphins lost their legs. Oh Um, yeah, beautiful. Um, but it's not that. Um, <laughs> and I came back to this one and was like, oh, I, for- I yeah, I forgot how good this is. Mm-hmm. Um, so any guesses? I don't know if this came out early enough, but my, the biggest thing I can think of is Boy Genius. Yeah. Was it the that record. one? Yeah. 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 You said and hyped I, up, like, and that's what I thought. And then I, but I'm like, wait, how long ago did that come out? Right. It got so hyped up and mm-hmm. so many people were talking about yeah, it. And man. I feel like it instantly hit the. Oh, this is getting too much acclaim. Like the yeah. Like, well, now it's on every top list, like the top five of every right. list out there right now. Yeah. And every time it hits that, everyone's like, "Oh, it's not that yeah. good," you know. Well, and I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. I feel like when I listened to it again, I was like, "Oh, maybe I was buying into that more than I re- like was remembering how much I liked it." Right. And I yeah, it doesn't hit number one or anything, but it's. I think I got to give it another it. listen because I think not strong enough was almost that was in my top 10 that song yeah but i also felt like the song is great the album as a whole is not top 10 material but again like but the song is but the album isn't but again i should probably go back and listen to the whole thing because it's that hard mix of like is this album hyped up because it's julian lucy and phoebe or is it because no no well yes it's that but also it's good shit all the way no right that's the question yeah exactly (laughs) yes But no, um, I, mean, I mean, I got nothing against the three of, the, the three of them at all. And the album from everyone said is, be- is brilliant. But I think, yeah, I think no, I, mean, I agree. And I think that's what what made me forget about it a little bit is you go, oh, maybe the album as a whole isn't as good, but there's yeah. some really standout tracks on there. Um, but yeah. Um, right on. The next one, number four, number four, I have What Matters Most by Ben Folds. That's what I feel. Um, yeah, maybe similar vibes. There's like a couple highs and lows in there um but yeah. the highs are really high and seeing them and con- seeing him in concert and mm-hmm. having a lot of the songs the meaning explained and talking about how he's writing them really helped have a couple take on new heights um so yeah love love ben and uh yeah it's good yeah um, it, it was interesting because i it, to your point like it wasn't the 10 out of 10 album I was really hoping it would be, mm-hmm. but it's a solid, I mean, I'd say it's a solid like seven or seven yeah. and a half for me. Cause like I said, the yeah. highs are amazing. Like I think the opening track is great. Um, Winslow gardens is great. Christine from seventh grade is amazing. It's amazing. Um, yep. And there's a couple that I just go, it's okay. It's not bad. I like yeah. it, but it's not all, it's not like, um, rock in the suburbs, which just feels like a 10 out of 10 all the way through or close. Yeah. To, but no, but it also feels agreed. like a good send off. You know, it's like, yeah. Good, yeah. So continue, continue. Um, number three, same spot as uh, the song. Uh, pick the title track. It's Henry Street from uh, Tallest Man on Earth. It is very good. Um, I think it sounds I think quite for me, good. <laughs> it's quite good. Um, I think this is maybe my favorite album of his. Um, I got into him college sometime and really took off on the older stuff and his new stuff is start getting a little bit moodier 
and this is maybe a little bit of a step back that, to that and kind of a okay. in between um but i love it i think it's yeah i think it's the best thing in years that's great um, Do you think it's a good like representation of his work or like entry point to his work yeah i do okay yeah uh, it's just a genuine question yeah okay definitely more than the last album or okay. the yeah the last two probably okay um but yeah i think it ties all those together it has a little bit of the i don't know another word other than moodier right no that's good yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um less like acoustic folky and a little bit more indie probably um but it has a little bit of both of those things and yeah it's great that's good yeah right in the middle awesome uh number two uh laugh track by the national you know i think yeah we talked about it you hit everything that i was gonna say it's just so good what what one or two tracks from that one stand out to you besides the whole album um deep end i think is maybe my favorite yeah and then yeah like i was gonna mention crumble and hornets always stick out the latter half of their um laugh track it's it's just so good it's so consistent hornets is one of those that like for whatever reason stood out on that first listen through where i was just like oh i like this one and then it just grew and grew and grew. I think the placement of those two is perfect too, in between Smoke Detector and Space Innovator. Yeah. But they yeah, really like it's so different that it really stands out right, in right. the best way. Yes. Um yeah. but yeah. Um and then number, number one, one of course you have is Mythical Holy Javelin. Good Guy by yep. Oh shit. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mythical Holy Good Guy by King Inc., of course. <laughs> yeah, Javelin. Um yeah, Javelin is so so good. And mm-hmm. I think I don't know what more to say. I recommended yeah. it a couple of days ago or a couple of weeks ago in yep. our therapy episode or Hidden Hollow. Um, but it's it's amazing. It's yeah. just it was so moving. Yeah. and It is. It's yeah. really moving. It's really moving. Um, it's powerful. Yeah, it's, it's powerful. And I think it's it's a cool mix of um, like the uh, uh, Carrie and Lowell like lyrics and tone with a lot of the electronic instrumentation yeah um, but with just like the deepest heart and so it's really cool to have all that put together in one thing so yeah it's it's killer it's killer well done well there we go yeah listen to all of those things um now (laughs) pause it (laughs) well we're not don't even pause it we're gonna put the space in there for you to listen to all of those albums and songs Even this if those songs, even if the songs like thirteen that are hours long, down, yeah. <laughs> even if, yeah, even if there's overlap, we're gonna put space in for it for it again. So, um, well then we'll move on to uh the radical face part of things. Um, yeah, let's do it. So, took a break, got some food, got some drink. Let's move on to the radical face fun stuff. Um, yes. So do you want to so do I, album? Oh, you go ahead. I think we start with albums and then we end with the piece de resistance of the songs and the the actual trophy winner we won't take this back next episode this time okay. there's no that next there's, yeah we also there is say, no next episode no we will finally confirm our next band um, yes our next season not when we'll start it but who will do yes um so yeah do you want to go first or do you want me to go first no, you go first you go first all right um 
So we did basically everything we had an episode on. So we'll have had seven episodes. In the B-Sides and Rarities episode, we just counted the Hidden Hollow, not everything that was included there. Um, but that was half of the songs we talked about. So that EP, the six of those, um, Therapy, All Four of the Family Tree, and Ghost. Um, so last for me was The Bastards um, from The Family Tree. The other collection of B-sides um, that was released. Specifically Family Tree B-sides, right? Yes, specifically Family Tree B-sides. Um, right before the leaves, um, so that the final piece was the final album. Um, but yeah, you released all those. And there's some great heights on there. As, um, but yeah, I think we talked about it in the episode a lot, just cohesively. You know, it makes sense. It's almost presented more like an album, but it is more of an EP. Um, and I think it suffers from that on the whole a little bit. Um, but yeah, so that is in seventh for me. Um, sixth, I have therapy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought maybe this would be a little higher, but it's it's great. I love it. Uh, but, you know, everything above it is even greater in my mind <laughs> by the way i'm looking at this my spreadsheet when i'm looking yeah. over here i'm not just like no i know on reddit um number five i have the other uh collection the other ep uh hidden hollow um yeah i think i don't know a therapy is more i think a little experimental trying a couple of new things hidden hollow gets back to the roots a little bit and that clicks a little bit more for me i love yeah, I love them both, but Hidden Hollow edges it out uh, ever so slightly. Mm-hmm. Uh, then for the all four of the actual albums, I'm in the top four. Uh, and the last fourth spot, I have Ghost. All of the family tree doing better than Ghost. Uh, it's great. Um, but yeah, I think it is a little more inconsistent for me similar themes to the bastards there's some really high highs there's also some good handful that i usually or never come back to or sometimes want to skip uh right. and then that the main family tree three albums the top three spots for me um the roots i have in third um I don't know that there was all that much separating these. It was pretty tough to rank. Um, But I think the branches, which I have in the number two spot, is a little more consistent than the roots for me. Um, And then just as consistent, but a slightly higher highs, I think I have the leaves in the first spot. And that was like the final one, right? Of the three? Yes. It goes roots, branches, yep. trees. Yeah. Or leaves. Yeah, it makes sense. Yes. Yeah. It does. I feel like yeah, that checks from out. The ground up. I feel like all of that makes a lot of sense. The order of those things. I feel like there are a couple like I feel like Ghost and Hidden Hollow I could have seen being in different places, but sure. Family Tree Three being the top three makes sense to me. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah. Yeah. I almost thought Ghost was going to be higher than yeah. one of them. That's kind, of, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. But mm. I don't know. So over the top you? three, it really was just very little separating them. It was very little separating them. And I don't know. I felt like if I just listened to each of them over and over more, that maybe you'd find little things to switch, but sure. you're just nitpicking at well, that exactly. point. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And the fact that that's the yeah. case means there's so little separating them. Right. Right. And at the end of the day, this whole podcast is arbitrary. So how much time? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That checks. I, I think the most interesting thing to me about both of our lists is that of the seven, there are three albums in the exact same spots. Really? Yes. Do you want to take any guesses at what they are? Bastards last. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. The, let's put the leaves first. Okay. And ghost fourth. First so lose, end lose, and middle. Um, you lose a point because you got one wrong, but you don't get points for the other two. That's one point deducted from your point total. No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's let's kind of dive in. I mean. Um, you you got one right. Oh no, sorry, you got okay. two of those right. You got two of those right. I was wrong. Um, so, um, they're on the whole, they're pretty vastly different lists, though I yeah. will say. Um, but yep, okay. at number seven, you're right. I got the bastards. Um, very much felt like a collection of tracks thrown together, and on top yeah. of that, because lost of the, you in the <laughs> well, and because they were part of a bigger uh-huh. story it had the image of like here's a page from chapter one here's a page from chapter eight here's a page. like yeah and let's put them all together and see if it makes sense to you and i'm like it doesn't you know um so it was fine again fine um number six i have uh the roots um and i followed by five i have the leaves which was your number one and <laughs> it's hard for me because you know one, this was so long ago. So like the past two or three days yeah. I've gone, I've started to go back and I started by listening to um, the uh, highest on Spotify again and then listening yep. to, and then that wasn't really collect, collect, besides a few of them, like Welcome Home Son and The Mute and stuff like that. So then yeah. I started just listening from the beginning again, but I didn't have time to go through all like, because I'm like, maybe that will, because that's how I listened to it for so long that maybe that will click. And it did a couple of times. And then today I asked you for my, you know, the favorites from, the, the albums and like yep. that helped a bit but what i started to do then was just like starting to click on a few other the random songs like oh, i remember that title i remember that title and this, these two albums in particular like they weren't like i'm like i'd go oh i remember this one a little bit i didn't really care for it oh i remember this one but i like this one but it was kind of like what i when i was looking at which where the family tree albums were going to fall for me it was excuse me it was a matter of like where um which one which of these do i feel collectively work the best like yeah. or not even work the best like um do i like the best um right. so uh that was that's kind of where i felt where i was just like you know the roots is good but i feel like there's the fewest songs that i remember enjoying the most and then the okay. leaves is like the next so i'm like oh i liked this one i liked this one <sighs> you know everything else i don't remember like as much so yeah um four Lots was of good. highs and lows for you yeah yeah or like highs and lows and also just like i don't remember the song <laughs> like right you know um but there were less of those than it was highs and lows um 
four, I've got ghost, um, sort of the same reason you did, uh, same reasons like highs and lows. Um, I think the highs on it to me are still like this to me still feels like classics, you know, like the, the ones that are the highs I go, damn, this just feels like when I think of radical face, this is what my original thought goes to, um, beforehand, at least listening, you know, what I had yeah. and stuff. Um, Fair. but, uh, but I agree with you that there are still like, it, it feels like I'm going to figure out how to write song. Not, that's, that's not, that's unfair. Sorry. This is the base of where he starts to go with yeah. stuff. So I think you can see a lot of the seeds before the roots take place. Family tree the uh. of the seeds. Um, so then, uh, for number three, I've got hidden hollow, um, listening to that again this past week. Cause that was when I'm like, well, one that was fresh and two was more. I was like, yeah. I like the songs on this a lot, you know? Um, and enjoyed the songs and also again, kind of the freedom of it's not having the, the burden of the, the responsibility of the family tree part of it. And I yeah. thought the songs on it were good songs. Um, number two, the branches, um, it was sort of a thing of, of all of the th- three main family tree albums. I think I would go back to this one the most it had the it had the most songs i could re- i remembered and remember being like oh yeah i like this one sort of a thing okay so um yeah that's cool really liked that and then i predictably for me number one was therapy um i just i think it was exactly what i per- what spoke the most to me from ben which is like his songwriting his vocals the music being a little funkier out of character, yeah. but also the songwriting being very internal and kind of exclusively that, yeah. you know, like it wasn't, it, there was no, there was no play going on. It was just right. that internalization stuff. So I think um, that was definitely the breath of fresh air you needed at that point. And I think it's what he needed too, because like, yeah, he's going back to another story structure piece and another um, big and, story. Structure piece. Piece. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which is going to be amazing to see play out. Um, but I think you have to have something like that, yeah. you know, uh, even if it's to get out of your system before you keep committing to these huge yeah, pieces of work and stuff like that. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so that's, that's what I got for it. Um, so yeah. Um, anything surprise you about that? Anything check out? I mean, where, where do, where do you No, I think that makes sense. I think I, I should have guessed that therapy. And Hidden Hollow would be much higher for you. Oh, did you not think that? Or... No, I did. And then I guessed that the leaves is the top. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. Panic guessed. But <laughs> but no, I think that makes sense. Um, after everything we've talked about, that absolutely makes sense. So do you want to... How do we want to do this then for the song part? What would you like to do? Like you were the not, one we kind of said that you it. wanted. Not it. And so I will give you dibs on would you like me to guess first? Or would you like to guess first? I feel like by the rules of the game, I should guess first. Because it's normal again, like I said last week, normally it is winners will go like whoever's ahead goes first. So whoever's okay. going, like Again, you're playing cornhole or beanbag toss. If I'm ahead, I go first. So then you throw after so that you're like making up the point. Like, I feel like that's normal game structure. So I don't, I don't want to, because then, you know, 
how many? I know how many. I have to guess. Yeah. And I'm one point ahead, right? You are one is seven to six. After this is our eighth episode, seven to six. So you at least have an average of one episode, and I am slightly below that. Right. Well, that's no fucking advantage because the question is is like so. So the way that it works, listeners, is Nick's going to share his top ten. I'm going to. I have the opportunity to guess as many of his top ten songs as I want to. Mm-hmm. For everyone that I get right, I get a point. For everyone that I lose, I lose a point. Right. So like, yep. I could guess zero. I could just shut up and yep. stay exactly. Which last where I time am. you were ahead by a decent margin, so you yeah played it pretty safe. Guessed I think two or three. Yeah, got them all, and then I laid a bunch out. Didn't pay off. Yeah, I know. Um, all right, okay. Oh boy. Okay. All right. I got to guess some songs. Um, so you've said the leaves is your favorite. And I'm trying to remember what you put. Um, I'm going to say the ship in port is one. I feel like that's a safe, that's a safe top 10. Yeah. Um, I feel safe. Oh, I'm going to make sure I, and you do not have to guess location. No, no, no. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, yeah, that's not part. Um, Ship and port. Well, that would be about... fun. No. Um if you guess the top song, it's worth 20 points. The second song <laughs> is worth 18. <laughs> um, I'm gonna guess the mute as one of them. I remember talking about that one a lot. Um, um, I feel like we had was it um I think we both liked wrapped in piano strings. Was that number was that our favorite? You on that had one? wrapped, I had welcome home son. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. definitely one then. I, I, I had that one on my mic because I had a list of guesses for you and I couldn't remember if I put that one because it was a classic or because it was your top. So I'm definitely going to guess Welcome Home, Son. Okay. Um, and I'm I'm thinking of guessing, I'm thinking of guessing Always Gold. Like that's one that I'm like on the edge about here. Um, if Always Gold would be one. And, I, and the, like, oh, I'm going to put Always Gold down as well. And, okay. and there's I'm, the, the last one I'm really feeling confident in guessing is is um more clay than stone but i don't know if i want to like commit to that because that that one to me feels you guessed always gold right yes i the four that i have guessed okay. is welcome home son always gold the mutant the ship and port okay um, sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no, i just realized that i because it's your guesses next to my top 10 yeah i mismatched our points so i gave oh got me it. your points got it <laughs> i'm i'm stuck between like, guessing more clay than stone and guessing the road to nowhere like those are the last two on my on my guessing board and oh gosh i think i will more clay than stone is that on in hollow yes it is okay and you didn't super care for that i guess i'm gonna i guess i'm gonna throw in the road to nowhere then that gives me five guesses right Road to it does. So then my question, so then my internal conversation is do I hope that you guess less than that or get some of the ones that I put down wrong? Or guess wrong. I guess do you do I hope that you guess wrong? Because how many of those like I feel confident about like at least three or four of them. And I have a point lead. 
it doesn't fucking matter. All right. Um, I'm gonna call it there. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, lock those five in and back off. All right. I'm gonna go through the ten, and then we will. I'll talk about points after that. So go from ten to one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. So number ten, holy branches. Off. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh boy, I didn't write all these down. But wow. Um. Uh, wow. The blue one. Uh, <laughs> it's the leaves, isn't it? Oh no, it's the branches. <laughs> <laughs> the branches uh, yeah holy branches off the branch that makes sense that should have been a freebie um, <laughs> uh, but regardless of not being able to remember which album it's on it's great um, I, a lot of these are just classic radical face they all have some of the same elements and like they're all the same song about 100% <laughs> yeah, right. of the time it just really works for me. Um, number nine, which I really thought you were going to get a point from this, and then I was going to be kicking myself because I had it in my top five, and then I moved it all the way down to like 14. And then I pulled up from COVID when we did our brackets. Uh huh. And it made it all the way to second. And I was like, what? Couldn't believe it was due again. I was like, oh, yeah, I get away this a second and moved it back all the way up to nine is Secrets Cellar Door. I didn't, like, <laughs> I had it on the list, and I can't, like, oh. Yep. Uh, number I, eight. And I, I almost said that one, too. Yeah. Fuck. Number eight, Kick Yourself Again, is uh, more Clayton Stone. God still in our way. damn it. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. It's a little bit of a, yeah, you know, like, a little bit of a variation for him and it just works so well um, number seven a pound of flesh oh um, yeah. yeah I remember from, uh, the roots uh, yeah. that is one that I think I mentioned in the app that I don't know if it really stood out to me that much but after seeing it live and hearing him talk about it for a little while it really took on a whole new meaning uh, and has really stuck with me since then so mm-hmm. um Number six, you got a point for this one, is Welcome Home, Son. It is a Stone Cold Classic. SEC. Um, SEC? Yeah, nothing nothing else you can... It's it's so good. Um, number five, also really close, making me nervous, Small Hands. Um, Motherfucker. <laughs> from the Bastards. I thought High Eyes. Ah, oh. as an album, the highs are great. Small hands is just wonderful, and it's this is one of the one of those that spoiler alert number three is we're on our way from that same album. That I listened to this and was like, oh, it's so good. This is like a certified classic, and then went and looked at all of our favorites and saw that we both picked small hands, and I was kind of surprised and listened to it again, and it was just oh, this is so good. Um. Number four is the ship in port. So you get a point for that. Um, yeah, it's great from the leaves. Um, number two, another point, the mute. This is, yeah, one of the first songs I found from them, and it's always, always stood that way. It's just one of their best to me. Um, and then number one, by a country mile, uh, always gold. 
just okay. hands down All my right. favorite song from them. Got it. Um, All right. It's it's a classic. Um, so you end up with three points. Yeah. Uh, I got a four, four correct, one wrong. Um, so you have a four point lead. You're at ten. Four point leads a, a com- It's a good lead, but yeah. it's it's. It means that I have to guess five. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And what, and we said and we said last week if it's a tie, I'm going to give the trophy to you for for so that it changes hands. Uh, I I, I, remember, I I remember that. As, yeah, okay. that was a statement, not a question. Okay. Um. All right. Okay. So I'm going to type a letter on my keyboard. Ever it doesn't matter. You can't see what I'm doing. I have it Let's all see. here too. Well, yeah. Okay. Whatever. All right. Um. But all right. So I'm going to guess. Um. More clay than stone. Still in our way. I think hidden hollow therapy whoa, were whoa. so high for you. Slow down. More clay than, clay stone, than stone in parentheses still in our way. Oh, okay. So one guess. <laughs> and then you said hidden hollows. I'm like, okay, that's I know that's in the, like, okay. I'm not just gonna breeze through all. <laughs> right. All right. Um, yeah, I think that EP was definitely higher for you. And yeah, that was your favorite. Um, both of our favorites. And I think that was that's gonna be high on your list. Um, I might throw in the missing road. We'll see. I'm gonna come back to that one. I think hard of hearing, I'm gonna guess. Um favorite EP. Um, I think that was your favorite song on that one. Um and yeah, hard of hearing. Um that was a good explanation. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, I that's no, that is it. a pull quote for me. You could come <laughs> back on to the that. back of the I book. Come back to that one frequently. And yeah. And yeah. Um, I'm also gonna guess always gold. Um that's gonna be the question mark. It's one of the family tree. It was your favorite from there, but is it gonna make it into the top ten? I don't know. Um, especially when it's your sixth album. Um, I'm going to go with another classic, Welcome Home, Son. I think it's going to make it in there. Um, along with Wrapped in Piano Strings. And then I am, I think I'm going to take a shot in the dark here. From therapy, I've guessed one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. I guess the missing road as your favorite last week or last episode, mm-hmm. and it was wrong. So I don't <laughs> want to be <laughs> double perjured by that song. So I'm not going to brave that one. But I think I am going to throw in Doubt from Therapy as my sixth and final guess. And we will see where that takes us. You're sure there's no other songs you want to guess? Yes. You don't want to go for the full 10? Because that would be The way you're talking, I think I definitely don't. (laughs) Yeah, but you also know I'm really good at Resistance. I'm really good at like yeah. double and triple uh uh what do they call it? Double 
What did I say? Shit, what's the word? I'm brain I'm brain blanking. I mean, just for shits and gigs, I could knock out another four, but I don't want them to count for points. <laughs> That's not <laughs> how it works. <laughs> All right, there you're six. What is it called? Reverse psychology is what I was thinking. I'm not Reverse psychology. Yeah, that's what I was like. okay. Oh no, that came off pretty clear. <laughs> I know, but I was having. I was like, I'm like, I can't move on until I think of what that term is. Oh yeah. All right. All right. You're gonna kick yourself with number ten. Okay. The missing road. Missing road. <sighs> yeah. Yep. Nice. Um, nice. Number nine. I don't know why. And you, I couldn't give you an answer as to why, but it was it came up while I was going through everything again. Okay. Um, from the mouth of an injured head. Nice. Just like digging it, hardcore listening to it. Um, that was definitely my top twenty. I feel you. It's good. It's awesome. It was really nice. Different again. It's like kind of that kind of more like more upbeatish sort of thing. Yeah. Um, number eight, better days, from uh, therapy. Nice. Uh, and That's then we just one. we get into the six of the seven songs that you guessed correctly. So <laughs> you, you're giving me a goddamn <laughs> trophy over. Um, seven, I've got Welcome Home, Son. Um, okay, nice. Six, I've got Wrapped in Piano Strings. And to, to be completely honest, I, I feel like those should be switched around. Um, I when I was listening again, I didn't I didn't listen to Raptor Piano Strings as many times as I wanted to, and this week mm-hmm. re-listen wise, um, and so every time I did, I was like, I, I, I didn't know during work, so I was like, why did I think this was better than Welcome Home, Son? Like I, I know there were reasons. Like I trusted myself genuinely with it, but like Welcome Home, Son has the catchiness and the accessibility that yep. a lot of their songs don't, or his songs don't necessarily, and so like. I put Raptor Piano Strings higher because I felt like it should, um, I should I, I should honor that a bit. But yeah, on reason. Okay. Welcome. Home As an that. aside, but this may be different for you. I was thinking about this today too because I put We're on Our Way as third mm-hmm. and Small Hands as five, uh-huh. and I had Small Hands as my favorite in the Bastards episode, mm-hmm. and I was very surprised by that and thinking about it. Yeah, and I think there's something about prepping for this specifically where you're listening to it so many times that when it comes to a song like that where for me we're on our way is number three it's a classic that when you are really re-listening to classics so many times right you tend to lean towards some of the underappreciated stuff a little more yeah maybe or you want to shout those out or right You've well, heard the like, classics so many times that you're like, oh, yeah, I know this. And you tend to like yeah. focus on the other stuff. Yeah. I think there's something in that that it's not invalid at all, but I was just thinking no. about why. Well, I also think I don't know if this is going along with what you said or counter to what you said. I don't think it matters either way. No. But I also think like, have you listened much to Coldplay's newest album, uh, Music of the Spheres, the first the volume one? Not since we did our Talked episode. Do you remember Color Atura? Yeah. Um, like that twelve. Oh, I remember. Epic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like that song is beautiful and yep. like fucking crazy good, but it, I'm not gonna go back to it as much as I'm gonna go back to Higher Power. So like yeah. there is something to be there is something to go. I recognize the beauty of the super complex song, or this unknown song, or like more, yeah, uh, somber whatever. And then there's also this classic that is just catchier or is like more yeah. singable or whatever it is like you know like again like eucalyptus 
has a much deeper meaning than modern girl does, but modern girl's a fucking banger. And I don't feel ashamed to say that beat out you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's something. Right. So, so in the same ways, I'm like, yeah, wrapped in piano strings. I probably thought it's probably a better song for whatever reason, but welcome home son is just a comfortable, warm song. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, so anyway, for five, um, I had more clay than stone. Um, parentheses, whatever the fuck. Um, <laughs> four, yeah. I had uh, Holy Branches from uh, The Branches. You had that on nice. yours too, right? Uh, number 10, yeah. Yeah, I like that one. I, that was like, again, when I went back to listen to my favorites and others, um, like others, I'm like, I remember the title of that one. That was one I remember going like, oh yeah, I remember liking this one a lot. So that was, that was good. And then yeah, top three you you nailed. Three was doubt. Three was your um your uh, uh oh, your wild card guess. Shot in the dark. Yep. Two was always gold. Same deal. Nice. Like listening to that again, I was like, oh yeah, this is this is some good shit. And um, one for me was hard of hearing again, where it was the same deal. I went back and listened to that. Like I thinking that that would probably be my, not remembering it perfectly, but like remembering the list and remembering going. At the time, this is so far my favorite song. And then yeah. listening to it again and being like, yep, this is definitely it. So, so yeah, I mean, it's it, interesting how... I, I think it checks out that what spoke to me the most was that, you know, stuff. But I did, like, there was somewhere I was like, why am I putting from the mouth? Because I had a whole list. I had, like, when I was going through everything, I'm like, okay, these are the ones that will definitely make the list. And here's the side list of, like if i have like seven songs here are the three that you just could make it. it yeah yeah and i was like why is this here but it was like it just kept like not moving anywhere so yeah it's good so no, well that's cool you got you were six for six so that puts you at what 12 to 10 12 12 to 10 i doubled my <laughs> So <laughs> all in one in one fell swoop in a matter of minutes, a year's worth of work wiped out by down me. the fucking drain for you. Gone. <laughs> but um, well, I guess that. So yeah, I guess I have to next week when I see you, I have to bring you the trophy, and um, you can put it wherever you'd like, and I'll have to explain to my children why the trophy is gone. And um, right on the mantle, the shame. I'm sure, Leslie will be thrilled. <laughs> it's been sitting right in the kitchen on the record player, like prominently displayed for uh, since I've moved in. So I'm with you there. Give it a nice, nice spot. So, <laughs> well, that that will officially wrap it up um, for Radical Face and for 2023. Nice. Um, yeah, the end of a year, the end of a season. That's three under our belts. The end now. of a goddamn era. It it really was the end of our. Uh, fucking lazy era <laughs> more than anything else <laughs> well don't count that out yet yeah it keeps going hopefully hopefully it's the end <laughs> i i hope so i i for for our but, sake you know. yeah um we were also going to talk about christmas stuff we had said originally yep and originally um and then in the one. interest of you know not making a three-hour episode <laughs> um and other small reasons yeah so we'll 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 end this how we've ended um previous seasons which is uh announcing the next band that we're gonna cover um and part of the reason we talked actually to be completely honest like i'm not gonna i'm gonna really fucking annoying for listeners (laughs) well i'm I'm also (laughs) earlier like 
we were going to use this as a cover, but also this was like a secondary cover up reason for why we're not doing the Christmas music. It was like, a, oh, we could use this as an excuse. Yeah. Uh, and we had like one of the reasons, one of the bands I'm sure we were both going to talk about in the Christmas episode, they have a whole album of Christmas songs that would have easily come up by not frequently. talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. Frequently. So by not talking about it today, we are saving ourselves. We're saving ourselves um, for mm-hmm. both Christ for and yeah, <laughs> for marriage and for <laughs> next year's uh, potential Christmas album or Christmas episode, because we'll have a whole album of stuff to talk about. So we decided to get no one wrote in. Um, so we decided yep. as far as I know. So we decided to go with a band that we both know pretty well. Um, that we're both big fans getting of getting back to our get back know, to our roots. season one roots. <laughs> And uh, unfortunately, y'all are about to be victims of another yeah. series of the RS Averse because coming We're up going in going straight 2020... into true crime. <laughs> We've become a true crime podcast investigating the murder of Sam Johnson. Yep. <laughs> no, we're changing we are... our title to We Killed Somebody. We're going to figure out all these things that they've done. Um, we are <laughs> We are going to be featuring in 2024 The Killers. Um, a band that we have both been uh, huge yep. fans of for a long time and that felt like a perfect fit for um, like I said, a band that we that we both enjoy, not too one-sided. Um, a band that has a fantastic discography of different sounds and different eras and a lot um, of different yeah, yeah genres and, and, and sounds to cover. Yeah, that's what I just said. Um, yeah. And so <laughs> But I added genres and, to that. And that and yeah, I was going to say, not thing. even that many different words. Um, and and also just a very, especially the past few years, very interesting history around the band with um, band members and stuff like that. So yeah, they um, do plus, have a very cool history for yeah. us to talk about. <laughs> and then, um, and Nick will probably uh, say this again in a second here, but um, also a lot of good solo projects to talk about, uh, which is always kind of fun too, to have little offshoots um, with Brandon's yeah, music and Big Talk. You know, certified fresh B sides episode. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was gonna be great. Where we finally get to solve the mystery of who Santa Claus shot. And we, yeah, well, to your point, we they they have uh, historically for about ten years they did a Christmas song every year, and then we will get to do a Christmas album episode around the holidays next year. So yeah. that's our timeline: is that we need to be able to do that by Christmas. Okay. So that's I feel like it's incredibly achievable. It's really um, committing to the bit. Very, well, I mean, We're that not, gives us at most. A, we, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. They've yeah. got they've got eight albums, I think, right now. Um, yeah, I think that something we may commit to is trying to be more consistent. That may mean reining it in a little bit and doing once a month episodes to help stay on track and seven not albums. fall behind um we've we never talked, talked about, about that, that at all no you just thrown that out there really um, yeah i don't know i think we're fine we'll see <laughs> we've got they've got seven albums and they've got a compilation EP album with sawdust so that's eight episodes we have to do sawdust we ha- oh of course we have to do sawdust. <laughs> that's that's all <laughs> unique music so if we did that once a month that's already start that's already eight months worth of stuff <laughs> i don't know i i will talk about it i feel yeah. like i no, feel like i was thrown out for the happen. first time it was a, yeah. it was a thought i had it's not a bad idea but it's not a bad idea at all like it's not even like it's a bad it's not a bad idea but no it's like it's just straight up not a bad idea but something we could something we could figure out 
I think we'll so have to fun. talk about it off the pod before I promise it to the, the world. Either way, it's going to be fun. I'm really looking again. Um, really looking forward to covering it. The band, as of now, really just kind of hit a benchmark um, for themselves, releasing a new greatest hits album, and really kind of. I mean, they'll they'll go on a couple. They'll go on a greatest hits tour next year, and then a celebratory tour for Hot Fuss, which will have a 20 year anniversary. Wow. 20, yeah, they're doing a 20 year anniversary tour. Um, but they've also kind of made it clear, maybe not clear, kind of d- discussed that it's really going to be kind of like a um, hiatus for the band, like really kind of like a nice end of a paragraph, end of a chapter, not end of the band, but a really good like stopping point to go back and reflect on everything. So yeah, um, that should work out well. So I'm I'm really excited to talk about the Killers and um, their albums and their uh, um, solo stuff. So um, so yeah, well, that'll be sometime early next year, hopefully Q1, Q2. Um, not gonna be January. Um, we'll take a little bit of a break. Um, and uh, yes, we'll be back with Brandon Flowers and Co. In the meantime, listen to all of this again. Yeah, go back to square one. Go through the back catalog. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's plenty. We'll do what Freedom does. We'll just start re-releasing episodes on uh, <laughs> like once a week, yeah. and it'll just be in chronological order. There won't be like yeah, we'll no be best back ofs. every week. You may not be getting new stuff, but, but we'll be releasing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we'll wrap it. So thank you guys for listening. That will be well under two thank hours you. this time, which is great. Um, and of an era, we'll have uh new outfits for the next era, of course. Um, yeah, new and, title, uh, new title. We have to find a new album cover. I have an idea yeah, for the album do. cover. I don't know Ooh. if we talk about this for the, for the art cover. Um, I think it'll be pretty fun. I'll show it to you after we um wrap here. But um, thank you guys as always. Have a great. We appreciate you. Life. Um, if you're not around before the next series, you know I hope you've enjoyed what you've heard. Um, yeah. and uh, see you on the flip side. See you on the flippity flip. Catch you guys on the flippity flip. And we'll and we'll catch you on the flippity flip. Catch you guys on the <laughs> flippity flip. And uh, next time we will see you on the flippity flip. And we'll catch you.